All right, so guys, so we are here to talk about the Digimon story Cyberflick games. Digimon is one of those franchises that just vanishes and then comes back, as it feels like, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it's because we're in the West. <laughs> I mean, even in Japan, though, they'll go like three years without anything, and then all of a sudden, yeah. boom, Digimon Savers, boom, Digimon Crossers. They, they've been doing a pretty good job of uh, pumping out the D-pets lately. Seems like yeah, every couple yeah. every couple months they seem to be releasing a new one. So it looks like the series is under like a full time second uh, wave of hype here, and I'm I'm more than okay with that. Oh, I'm fine with it. Thank, thank God. Yeah, there was a good stretch there in between Savers and Crosswords when I thought the series was dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. And boy, man, uh, especially for the games over here, we only had what um, All Star. Yeah. All-Star Rumble, was it? I, I don't want to talk about that, actually. I, that mean, was... I, I, I liked that game for what it was. It's the closest thing we'll get to a Rumble Arena 3. Well, so I, was, I remember playing it, and the story mode, I was doing it as Vimon, and I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't play the same thing 70,000 70, more times. <laughs> it never changes. Yeah, that was the only problem, but eh. It's it's a fun time sink if you need it, but the, the two games we're talking about today are not time sinks. They are no. genuinely good and engaging uh, RPGs. Yeah, so Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth was, I believe, the fifth game in the Digimon Story series, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's kind of hard to say because some people say that World 2 is the first story game, but it doesn't have story in its title. Yeah, because the first one was called Digimon Story, and that came over here as Digimon World DS. Yes. So and then, then we had Sunbur uh, Sunburst, Sunburst and Moonlight, Moonlight, which I think was what I forgot. What Dusk they and Dawn. They were Dusk, Dusk and Dawn over here, but they were still yeah. called Digimon World games, which is weird. It is weird because they were completely different. Stru All yeah. the Digimon <laughs> World games were completely different structure from each other. Yeah. See, <laughs> believe it or not, the only other Digimon Story game that follows the the first game's style is next order. That's a that's a podcast for a different time. You still haven't even beaten the game, so I that one to, will be a ways off. I gotta <laughs> rebuy it. I sold it. <laughs> well, and that's that's definitely a problem. There was one. I think it was called Lost Evolution or something like that. It was Japanese only. Lost Evolution. Um. Uh, it sounds familiar, but I can't remember off the top of my head what that is. And then the fourth one was the tie-in for Cross Wars, which is where Spotamon came from. Yeah. It was called Digimon Story Super Cross Wars. One was based on Blue Flare, one was based on Twilight. Yeah. No, uh, Cross Art. Because, no, because you play as Taiki in both. Yeah. And then one had um, Dark Nightmon on the cover, the other had Greymon on the cover, so there was like... Hmm. So you can get okay. so you can get Greymon and one and Skull Knight Yeah. Another. Um. And then this one came out of n nowhere. Well, it was out in a year. It was like out for like what a year before it came out over here, and it was a PS Vita title. They, they poured like it everything, like every other RPG is in Japan. Yeah. At the time, the, 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 play, the portable PlayStation just, just JRPG powerhouses. <laughs> but then they ported it over to PS4 and brought it over here. And After... I put like seventy-five hours or something into the first one. Yeah, um, because it was the first game brought West Side in. Shoot, what was the time gap between uh, Dawn like... and Cyber Sleuth? It was like. Eight almost, years or something? Almost a decade. It was a yeah, long it, time. It was a yeah, it was a very long time. So it was um what was that uh fan run organization that was petitioning to get stuff over here? I don't remember, but I remember you yeah. talked about a band I was like, I I fine. You want it? Here you go. And then the game sold like crazy. Um I can't remember what game came out over here alongside it, but it Came out in what February 2017 or something 17, like that. 17, 18, something like that. Um, and there was another major game that came out alongside it that it beaten record in sales for a, a week or two. But yeah, um, 
definitely made an impact. Oh, yeah. The game's success did kind of start the uh, Digimon resurgence in the West. Because ever since that game did well over here, just about everything's been getting released simultaneously worldwide. We got Next Order around the same time. We got Hacker's Memory around the same time. Try got fully dubbed. Yeah. Uh, Last Evolution's release is still yet to come out over here in the West. Thank you, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it should have been out, that... like, what, two, three months ago now? But we still haven't dubbed Hunters or Atmon. Yeah, which just... Uh... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird because everything has been treated well over here except for the main anime. <laughs> the movies are getting dubbed, though, so... Because eh. well, they have Adventures name on it, let's be real. Yeah, so are they going to dub the reboot before they dub Hunters or Atmon? You know what? Probably. Oh, jeez. But... Yeah. Back <clears throat> on track. <laughs> How do I actually describe the storyline of this game? Um. Uh. Basically, it takes place in an alternate world because, of course, it does. Where the internet's basically VR, kind of like that idea. I yeah, made uh, exploring Eden. I think that's how you pronounce it. Eden. Eden. I, I said e I say Eden personally. Yeah, I'm not. I, I was never given like enough, like an English pronunciation for that. I know it's based off of some kind of um religious yes yeah. the garden the garden of eden or something like that probably i think it's eden i think it's yeah but whatever uh and this leads this place has uh hackers in it because you know internet and it's almost like a a gang thing the, there the trans where they have like the a translation in the game is hilarious <laughs> Because of all the, all the internet slang in the game is hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah, the first the first hacker's memory, at least the English translation, had a bunch of um, typos and mistranslations in it. On purpose, I think. Well, no, there's actually like a legitimate one that was like near the middle half of the middle part of the game, where they were in what's her name's like bedroom office thing and they oh, were calling talking about, yeah. they were they were they were saying these what bacon are attacking everything when they were talking about the eaters but it was a mistranslation because bacon or bacon or whatever it was also a japanese for like monster so they saw that name and thought that was the digimon so they left that name in his in the oh, english translation no. Yeah, so I was confused when I got to that part. I was like, I don't see Bakemon anywhere. I see Eaters. <laughs> uh, speaking of Eaters, there are these weird, like, squid things that just appear. And yeah. They're, they're creepy. <laughs> and they're gross. And, and, you, have, they and you have to destroy your... They basically absorb memories of people who are in Eden and then leave their body comatose back in the real world, which is... But those aren't the only things in Eden. Digimon have started showing up there. Yeah. Because it's a Digimon game. Of course they are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the story too much without them played it, but there is a reason yeah. the Digimon are there. Yes. And there is so... a reason your character is relevant to all this. Well, of course, you wouldn't be playing him if he wasn't. I mean, I don't know. There are some games where the character is more just a viewing glass for you. Yeah, I guess. Whereas... Uh, one thing... Because um, I, I, I remember when I first started playing this game, and I was looking at the way the eaters were designed, and a lot of the aesthetics for this game, I was like, this stuff looks very like Shin Megami Tensei Persona-ish. I, I've heard, I haven't played it's, Persona. I can't, I think it's been confirmed that the character designer is the person who designs characters for those two franchises. That would make sense. Just as the person who did the OST for these two games, I believe did the Danganronpa OST. So there's some pretty decent name 
people working on these two titles. The soundtrack was pretty good. It's very jazzy. There's one musical so. piece in particular. I don't again. I don't want to spoil it because it actually ties into the story a little bit. But there's one musical piece I really, really enjoy. Is it the the battle theme that we hear in the second half of the game all the time against certain? Yes, I I knew what you were talking about the second you started saying it because that that theme is just yes. <laughs> uh, something I will. That's a little the three starters in this game. You could choose between three. They're really random picks. Well, you could say the same thing for Hacker's Memory. They're yeah, just that's true. very strange. Well, because I, if in a Digimon game, you expect to pick like Agumon or Gabumon or somebody at the start like that. I don't expect Hagurumon or Terriermon or Palmon. Maybe Palmon because she was an adventure. Yeah, well, one of them is a you know a Tamer's. Digimon. The other one is a Savers one. Um, Hagurumon's a Savers? No, uh... Oh, no, he's... Oh, I, um, I meant Tamers. Terriermon and Palmon. Yeah, Palmon's Adventure, and then Terriermon's yeah. Tamers. And Hagurumon's just there. And yeah. It's just weird that those are the ones you start with. Yeah. Uh, it's weird, too, because most Digimon games... Like, look at, um... What, Dusk and Dawn... You were given like an original Digimon to team up with. Yeah. Uh, and the original Digimon for this game was a uh, Jessmon, actually. Yeah, this is, where his... Jessmon, this is where Jessmon first appeared. Yeah. Yep. And he was technically the new Digimon for this game. So I, I love Jessmon. But I felt like, I, like I, awesome. I guess I guess they figured giving you Huckmon was a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, let's give you a royal knight. Yeah. Hey, right. there you that, go. that actually would be cool for the storyline. Yeah, actually, actually, now that I think about it, it would have been. <laughs> but, but whatever. But you, you, everyone I mentioned, Akumon's obviously in the game. Gapamon's in the game. Yep. Every main Digimon is in the game except for Shoutmon. Shoutmon's not in this one. And Hakumon, he is. And Agunimon. So you have, yeah. you have Agumon, Vimon. Well, yeah, no, if, if, if we're They're talking specifically about the original Vita and PS4 versions, then yes. But the Switch version has them in it. Yeah, the Switch version. We'll we'll we'll, we'll circle yeah. back to that. Yeah, yeah. The game is very very. It's it's just like a Final Fantasy or a Pokemon type game. It's more a, still a Pokemon game because it's a monster collecting thing. But like, so. You have every Digimon has regular attacks you can pick. It's a turn based RPG. So you have, you can guard, you can attack, you can use items, or you can use special attacks. Every Digimon has their signature attack, plus a few others. So, yeah. like, Agumon has his baby flame, Greymon has mega flame, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Yeah. And so some, there's like just, some there's mega just like a, mega. Gen, huh? Oh, some megas and some ultras have two attacks. Yes, they can. Like, like Omega Mon has Great Sword and Guru Cannon. But... Yeah, and those are, of course, are visually appealing because they're specific. Animations are specifically done for them. They're usually more powerful too. Well, yeah, because the other moves are either they're all universal moves that anybody can learn, and so they have to. They just get like generic animations, so. Yeah, but, they do. They do. Um, none of those moves are really that good, other than like the support moves, like the charge fields. I and... mean, maybe if something's really low health. Yeah, and you just want to like... shot without burning any SP. Yeah. So. So um, the game's Digimon run off of uh, let's just describe it as Gen Pokemon Gen One stat logic. You got. Your physical attack, which is, you know, contact moves. Physical defense, which is contact defense. And then intelligence, which is special. magic attack and magic defense. So it's like the special attack stat from Gen 1. Which is weird that they would take take that approach. That is Honestly. Weird. Now that you think about it, yeah. And then, of course, the speed stat is the speed stat. Now, speed doesn't work the same way as it does in Pokemon. 
Because every fight, for the most part, is you have three Digimon out on the field at max at all times. And it's not turn-based in the traditional sense, like Pokemon, where everybody selects their attack and fastest goes first. It it kind of goes in a bit of a real a real time uh, order, where the faster the Digimon is, the more attacks they get. Yeah, so, so like, yeah, so like all speed, four they're gonna be like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom. like speed stat is actually a little bit more broken here because it's not you attack first; it's you attack more often. So, Digimon like Metal Garurumon, who is really fast and has a passive that increases their speed stat, is going to be firing off attacks like crazy. Oh yeah. So that's actually uh, something that bosses do is that they have like this incredibly high speed stat, so they're just lashing into you repeatedly. Yeah, yeah, they do. What? What? Saying that though, I didn't find this game to be that hard. Honestly. Uh, on on normal difficulty, it's actually pretty reasonable. I mean, the hard fights are hard, but they're completely beatable. Hard mode, though, is a completely that, that's different else. Yeah. I have seen people do a lot of the late game stuff on hard mode, and you have to resort to online cheeseball tactics to beat anything. Because you can beat level 99 max stats, and these things will still find a way to kill you. Yeah, well, because, yeah, you need to run, like, what, all force with double Lilithmon, and to explain how broken that is, all force is a uh, passive, and that's just, a, that's one thing I do like, every Digimon has a passive a, a, um, ability in this game, and they apply to the, the entire team that's out on the field at the moment, which is yeah. honestly really cool, because you can get some crazy stat bonuses that way. In all sports, you always go first. Yeah, your entire party attacks first, and then it starts the normal attack rotation. And Lilithmon, the Digimon that has these really overpowered attacks called Pierce moves, where they're moves that completely ignore their enemy's defensive stat and hit you for their raw attack stat. And... You're basically able to just melt things with those. And that's like the only way you can beat anything in the higher difficulties. Yeah, it could be unfair. Definitely. <laughs> but um, something that <clears throat> I find the most interesting concept in the whole game, gameplay-wise, is how the Digivolution works. So I mean, the large web of interconnected oh, lines. Man. So, if we take Pokemon, for example... Charmander always evolves to Charmeleon. Charmeleon always evolves into Charizard. Mm-hmm. Never changes. It's always that way. <clears throat> yep. Great. Uh, so Agumon, if you get him to a certain level, could evolve to Greymon, Geo Greymon, Growlmon, Bla- something like that. Yeah. Like every Digimon, there are certain Digimon that can only evolve into one. Like I think Pyildramon's the only person who can evolve into Imperial Dramon. I think. Yeah. But those are like very rare in specific situations. Those, those exactly. Those are very, 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 very rare. Mm-hmm. But like you can, if you want Agumon, if you want Shine Greymon, okay, start with Agumon, get him to go to Geo Greymon, get him to go to Rise Greymon. You can mix and match how you want these guys to go. Because when I was playing through the game, I was raising our Darugamon or Darumon because I wanted an Alphamon. His stats just weren't. Working, so I did evolve the Cyberdramon into Alphamon, degenerated my Darugamon back to the beginning, and got him into Jessmon. So, <laughs> yeah, I just went uh, that far backwards with it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do like that because it, it, it allows you to be a little bit more creative with how you make the move sets. Because, like I was saying earlier, some of these generic moves that anybody can learn. Some of them are actually really good, and well, like let's say, let's say this move called acceleration boosts. One of the best, like universal base attacks that anybody can learn. It basically doubles the damage of your next attack. It's fantastic. Yeah, um, but not every Digimon can learn that move. So, so let's say you have 
you know, this Digimon, X Digimon name here, you want to give him this move, well, you can always look around the really tangled Digivolution web and find someone who can learn it, degenerate him down to that, and then re-Digivolve him up to your guy. Now he has a move that he can't naturally learn. It's and it's Yeah. Like, Shine Greymon Burst Mode. The Shine Greymon line can't learn it, but you know who can? Base Greymon. So yeah, just degenerate yeah. back to Greymon. And then... Get it, and then go back up to Shine Greymon. Now he has a move that Lord Greymon's supposed to have. <laughs> Which makes and... Shine Greymon so much better if you do it that way. Oh, yeah. And this this is just kind of like the base concept of how open-ended um, customizing and building Digimon are in this game. Because Pokemon, you compare this to Pokemon, and the next couple things I'm about to say are kind of craziness. Uh, this game has something called Personalities, which is basically this game's version of Natures, where a certain personality passively increases certain stats if they have it on them. You can change these willy-nilly. You gotta find the items, but you can yes. do it. Yes, you can do it. Along with them having a, another stat called, what was it, Ability? Yes. Which but is, that, if you, that, you, it goes, it caps out at 100. But it and this allows you to put With every evolution you do, yeah. yeah. And when you cap it at 100, you can put... 50 bonus stats into any in, in any combination you want to on any stat you want to. This is basically controllable EVs if we want to use Pokemon terminology. You could if you know what you're doing, you can make some really powerful Digimon. Oh yeah, you can I know one of the big complaints about building Pokemon is how niche and convoluted and like math heavy it is and everything well this game is just like no these items allow you to control this stuff you can control this stuff go at it <laughs> have fun and you know what it doesn't take as long as you'd think to do that because no. grinding in this game you get experience <laughs> really fast especially once you get the platinum Numenor. Oh my god, that that thing. <laughs> it's passive, basically doubles your EXP. You have two of those things, you get four times EXP for your entire team. Because this game has passive EXP share, basically. On so you crack. Can, yeah, you can get a Pokemon, um, a Pokemon, a Digimon from level 1 to level 99 in like two minutes. Easily. It it makes getting the Digimon you want not as complicated as you think it would be. No. Go to a, there's a certain spot in the first game. I don't know about the second. There's one spot in the first game. You go there with a couple of Platinum Numamon, boom. Oh, yeah. You're all it, set. It took me like three or four days after I beat the game to fill out the field guide in this game from doing that. It's, it's not hard. <laughs> no, it's not. So the game is incredibly accessible. If you find, you know, the intricacies of training Pokemon to be way too complicated. Uh, this... Just grind a little bit of Imperial German Paladin mode in no time. <laughs> He's not joking either. One of the most powerful Digimon ever can have him in minutes. <laughs> can be yours in five minutes. <clears throat> he is probably one of the best Digimon in the game, honestly. Uh, or online, maybe. I don't play this game online, I couldn't tell you. Uh, it, it's not worth it, because it's just all force, Lilithmon, Shine Greymon, that, that's literally it. But, <laughs> um, the game is long. Like, yeah. really long. Like, to do all the, all the missions, it took me about 75 hours to do everything. Yeah, and that's that's I if you're taking it casually without much grinding. I, that wasn't me joking when I said at the beginning I put 75 hours into this game. I actually put 75 hours into this game. Yeah. I'd give you a screenshot if I could, but <laughs> I can't because when you play the second game, which is, here's my transition, it yeah. actually loads over your first save file. 
So it combines the two together. Uh, you talking about the PS4 version? Yes. Mm, well, you can choose not to do that. I know, but I just I did it. <laughs> Anywho, the second one. Ugh, you, I am so conflicted in my head about it. <clears throat> and, and here's why. So the first one story was actually pretty engaging for me. One of the best Digimon stories I've ever experienced. Honestly. Second one, not so much. I mean, I feel like it's better when it comes to emotions, but it it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it is. And a lot of it has to do with that it's almost the exact same game. Yeah, in terms of uh, gameplay specifically, it doesn't change. It adds to the Digimon roster. Cool. No complaints there. It oh, reworks... I will always accept more Digimon. Oh, yeah. It reworks some mechanics and reworks some Digimon. Like, piercing attacks got gimped a little bit, but they're still really powerful. Some Digimon and... that were crap in the first one, they made better. Like, giving Alpha as a Ryuken form made him... <laughs> Because oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> base Alphamon in the first game and in Hacker's Memory is actually kind of crap. Which is weird to yeah. me. And then Alphamon, Alphamon or you can, can one-shot things at will. Oh, you're dead. It also adds... They added Shoutmon, which is awesome. Yeah, and they added uh, the Susanoomon line with most of the Warriors of Fire and Light lines to them. I don't think Bale, Wolfmon, Aldemon are there, but everyone else is. They're not, which is strange, but it's not that big of a deal. I I, I kind of wish Duskmon was in there, but that's just me. Nah. I think the the biggest thing they added was these things called, uh, what were they called? Conquest fights? Oh, yeah, because there were, there were a couple like new like mini-game type things. There's, um, there's those commander. I I forgot what they're called, but um. Yeah, the 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 base conquest things. Those weren't terrible. Yeah. They were they were pretty. It was the conquest things, which were the like the the board game things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those those on the other hand were not them. very fun. I hate them. I hate yeah. them so much. So basically, it was... It's basically like the game's way of introducing a a three-on-three -three tamer uh, battle. And it puts you on this board map where every space you land on gets you points, and if your team hits 30 points, then you win. It's basically a what's called conquest for a re reason. You beat somebody or somebody gets knocked out and they revert back to their starting position. Some of these in the late game can take like 40 minutes. They take forever and it's annoying and you don't get yeah. experience for it till the end and Yeah. They're just and you're not allowed to use items in them either. So you there was this one time where I got one that was pretty much like a stalemate. This I would move up this guy would knock out the last guy I had, and then I would revive, and I would meet him like a couple spots in between my spawn point, knock him out after two fights, move up to like the same spot on the other side of the map, he would knock me out, and it would just go on and on and on. It just never ends, <clears throat> yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, those... And, and I thought the, the side cast in the second one, not as good. I don't like them as much as I like the the uh, two from the first game. The only one that was interesting was Erica, and there's there's a lot of spoiler reasons as to why. And I'd if rather you played you... Hacker's Memory. You know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'd rather with video game videos, video game podcasts. I don't like talking about the story. I'd rather you play them yourself. Yes, but. She's the best character in this game. 
Yeah, because their main character, I don't even remember his name. <laughs> uh, I'll give him this, though. He's more expressive than Aiba is. Who is yeah, the main... but I liked Aiba's story better. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I'm not going to complain, but the, the guy here, he is a lot more expressive. Well, he looks like a doll. <laughs> uh, he, he yeah. He like an action figure. <laughs> he has. I remember when he was first revealed, everybody was like, what is that face? He, he had, like, the death stare. He but looks he, like. Ta- he kind of looks like Tagiru. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He's a better character than Tagiru is. Uh, most not that, not, not that that's saying much, but that's a very low bar. Yeah. Um. So there's a bunch. There's the one, probably one of my favorite aspects of this game. It's something that not many people bring up. Is that this this game? The both games take place in Tokyo, and they actually recreated the locations to a T. I've looked into it, and they really do like yes. that um Broadway area, what Nakano Broadway. Yeah, one for one. Yeah, one for one. Uh, Akibara. It, it look, they even have the Sega advertisements all over the place. I love the Tekken Two poster that's sitting in that one spot on the top. Of Nakano. Oh Broadway. yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, like I said, Ikabara, Ikabara, yeah, however you pronounce it, it's, it's tongue-twisting me. They have the Sega advertisements everywhere, like, there's Miku posters and stuff in the game, it's creepy. It's <laughs> um, uh, so that was, that's actually kind of cool. Something, um, something too is, we didn't mention this, and the first one, you're a detective, you play as a detective. Yes. Which I find a lot more interesting than playing as a hacker. I just do. Yeah. Uh, because some of the storylines in the first one for this, a lot of the side missions were actually interesting. Because yeah. of that. Like, they were genuinely well-written mini-mysteries. And this one, I was like, oh, hey, go hack it's this. It's like, hey, do this. this. This scumbag is messing with me. Go punch him. It's literally, hey, this guy's being mean to me. Go beat him up. That's yeah. every side mission in Hack's memory. Yeah. Well, the it's one like, I forgot which one this was in, but the one with like the people jumping off and killing themselves. That's in Hacker's memory. That was that, creep. That was that. That one and the the doll mission from the first one. Oh my god! Dude, those were genuinely unsettling. Yeah. And, you know, Both I've never them. thought Digimon could be unsettling, but... Oh, man! <laughs> I actually have a, a friend who got the Switch version, the complete edition for the Switch, and he was like, I got these. Uh, how good are these? And I'm like, they're really good. So I was kind of giving him some some kind of, like, hints and everything. And then he got to this one mission where he, he was talking to me when he started. I was like, this, this doll mission is creepy. Are they selling sex dolls? And I just told him, the ending of that mission is going to mess you up. And then he comes to me, he comes to me like five minutes later. He's like, I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) I get it. I I, I definitely understand. (laughs) It's like, I told you that mission was not okay. Um, Speaking of the Switch version, that's the version of this game to get. Yes. It's it's if you want it physical, it's actually kind of hard to find now, but it is available digital. And basically, what it is is you have both games together. Awesome. It applies the hacker's memory Digimon edition and reworks to the first game, so it's the definitive version of the first one to get easily. On top which, of the fact that it has it has a it actually gives Aiba alternate costumes, which is something the original version didn't have. My thing about that though. Is it almost makes me feel like Hacker's Memory is just obsolete at that point. Because that was all Hacker's Memory had going for it, was that it had the rebalancing and the extra yes. roster. Adding the changes to the first game makes the first one superior. But if if you if you like what the first game has to offer, then Hacker's Memory's not bad, because it's just more of the same with some... I mean, I, I, you know what? If you start with Hacker's Memory, you'd be okay. Yeah. I, I think so, but I started with Cyber Sleuth, so... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I know that especially now with 
the kind of questionable state the Pokemon franchise is in. And I hate I hate doing like direct quality comparisons between the two series because that's been going on since the nineties and it never ends well for anybody. Um And you know what? There's not aside from monsters, Pokemon and Digimon really aren't that similar. No, they're not. Um but with the kind of questionable state the Pokemon franchise is in, I know there's been a lot of people that have been wanting a more know interesting and engaging game of that style these games will definitely fill that quota for you easily and look and here's the thing too i am a pokemon fan i like i like yeah. both friends i like pokemon and i like Digimon. Yeah. this these two games have been better to me than the past at least two generations of pokemon yeah i, I did not like gen 7 at all <laughs> I like Gen. I, I I mean, going off on a little bit of a thing here, I do like Sun and Moon because I think it changed things up enough to make it interesting. But I can understand why some people wouldn't like it. Sword and Shield. I have things Sword I like about the games and things I really didn't like about the games. Sword and Shield. I'm so mixed on. Yeah, like the wild area is great. The, the whole game should be the wild area. The whole yes. game should be a wild there. I don't mind them turning off the EX. I mean, making EXP share permanent, but getting experience points from catching Pokemon is just too much. Too much experience. It really is. Um, the problem with that, too, is they did that in Let's Go, so they're just like, oh, let's carry it over. Yeah, yeah. They, they carried over probably an ass. I mean, it worked for the Let's Go games because there were no wild Pokemon fights. I but mean... In in the in Sword Shield, that was completely unnecessary. Now I know that the Cyber Sleuth games have that on permanently, also, but the game is balanced around it. Yes, yeah, it is. Which Sword and Shield are not. Sword and <laughs> Shield is so easy to break. Yes, like take me and my brother's comparison for that. My brother captured a lot of Pokemon, so he actually breezed through the game. I only captured who I was going to use, and the game was actually kind of hard at times. See, for me, but... my friend had gotten the game a week before me. So mm-hmm. we did some level 5 raid battles with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah. Got, we got all those, like, candies, and I skyrocketed my Pokemon's levels by, like, 40. Yeah. Nothing could touch So, yeah, if, if you don't have Sword and Shield and you hear people complaining about it being easier, just catch the six Pokemon you're going to use and then save the catching for afterward. It'll make the game a little bit more engaging. But even then, it's not the I mean, hardest be, game in the series. To be fair, Pokemon time. is never really difficult. No, but... I, I, I mean, with the audience getting older, you'd expect it to age up with the audience which it's not really doing digimon is also this game there's it i feel like it's a lot more knowing of what his audience is yes because there's there's swear there is there are curse words in there there's there are curse words in the dialogue there is adult themed stuff going on oh yeah there's some there's some actually disturbing stuff that goes on you know, between the lines, in person, and I know, like, the the the, the mission-to-mission fights aren't the hardest, but, man, some of the boss fights in this game oh, some can, of the extra can beat boss, you down. Some of the extra boss fights, like Grand Drachmon, oh, man! Oh, man, yeah. Like, if, if you like RPGs with really difficult or super like- bosses, like the first game, you have to fight all seven demon lords, and some of them are jerks. Ah, uh, the Lucimon fight, man. Lucimon is mean. You you want a like a forty minute marathon fight? Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the Royal Knights could be tough. Yeah. Uh, Lu- yeah, there are some really powerful super bosses yeah. in there. So the probably the only complaint I would have with the first game is that the true final boss is a joke. The true final boss? Yes. The the final... The boss that ends the story. Oh, the final boss. Okay. Yeah. 
See, yeah, I the usually, actual yeah, no, but I'm I, talking when I hear, about when the I hear final true, boss. It, when I hear yeah. true final boss, I think of like the final hazard or something like that. No, <laughs> I'm talking about the boss that ends the actual story. Yeah, that yeah, that thing is not hard to beat. I I, I I no, literally, I can one shot it. <laughs> that you can when you can one shot the final boss, you got problems. Because I, I did the Royal Knight posting bosses before I beat the the story the first time, because I wanted Omega Mon for the final fight. I'm sorry. So I did all those. Those were just crazy difficult. And then I went to take on the final boss, and I'm like, why did War Greymon just one shot this thing? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> what the heck was that? That was the final boss. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think the final boss of Hacker's Memory is actually harder. I mean, it's harder, but it's not that bad. No. Not compared to some of the super bosses. Just. Oh no. Yeah, and if you want other things to do in there, there are uh, coliseums, which are basically like mini boss rushes that grow in difficulty over time and the the ultimate cup in both games are really challenging because they're like a good six seven fights of super boss level that you have to do in a row the last so one you, in the first game mr navit oh man that have guy. you not you haven't gotten to the final one in hacker's memory yet have you i haven't tried you you will pull your hair out by the second fight and that 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 one goes on for about 10 fights and you will start pulling your hair out by fight number two. I'm already running low on I'm running low on hair as is. So <laughs> that, that that whole cup was mentally exhausting, but it felt so good to beat it when I was done. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, it, it it is brutal. The but... best character in the game is Jimmy Ken. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> There's some people that genuinely don't like the guy, but he's so over the top that I can't help but love him. He's hilarious. <laughs> I love the guy. <laughs> you you thought, and I'm only comparing him to this guy because they're both music-based enemies, but Meyer B from the Pokemon Shadow games. Oh, you're, who, a, you're a bad person. <laughs> fear him and his team of Ludicolos. Oh, Jesus. His team never changes either. Jimmy Kid always has the same team. <laughs> oh, man. I, I can't get over Lud Just imagining the Ludicolos dancing to his boss fight theme is something that never gets exhausting. Um, but yeah, oh, Jimmy my Ken God. Is I can't Jimmy see it now. Yeah, Jimmy Ken is hilarious because his... His only talking volume is louder than you want him to, but that's kind of the charm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, there's the Coliseum stuff. There's metal collecting, which is, for me, a bit of a hassle because it can there's be a nightmare. These, there's, it can be a nightmare. There's some medals that you can pick up from wild encounters. There's medals that you can pick up from finding them in the hub world. And then there's gotcha machines all over the place that you can basically gotcha your way to getting them. And it's about what you'd expect. You just stand there, press a button for five minutes and get one medal 50 times because it's common. <laughs> But they're good ways to, to make money because there's somebody at the very top of uh, Broadway. What's that place called again? McDonald Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. Who will buy them off of you and give you some good items, some good money for it. Uh, but it's also, you can look at it and see the collection that you have. And it, it, it's just, if you like collecting stuff, then that's kind of your, your appeal there. I haven't completed the metal guide in Hacker's Memory because there's like 200 more. <laughs> oh, man. Are there really but, 200 more? Yes. They added so many more medals. They added all of the warriors, all of the elemental warriors, all of the Cross Wars Digimon. Um, they added just a ton more medals. 
and I haven't gotten around to finishing that metal guide yet. I have the one from the first game completed. Oh, I wonder if they're going to do a third one. No, they said they're done with the Cyberstone universe. I think it's played its course. It's run its course. It had two solid stories or two solid games. It needs to stop there. Yeah. All right, fair. I want to see where the next Digimon game goes, though. Well, survive. We don't know when that's coming out. Yeah. How many times has it been delayed now? How many times is it supposed to come out? They said it's still supposed to come out later this year, but I'm not buying it. Mulan was supposed to come out this year, too. I don't think anybody wants that movie to come out anyway. That's, that's true. <laughs> a lot of um, things are supposed to happen this year, but, you know, yeah. 2020 is a joke. 2020 is going to be a fun year to read about in history class in a couple decades. Um, oh boy! But yes, um, if you're a Digimon fan, get these. If if you're not a Digimon fan and you're looking something to fill that Pokemon void, these games will do it for you. You don't need to be knowledgeable in Digimon to enjoy this, these. This game will definitely give you a Digimon crash course. Oh yes, it actually does a pretty good job of delving into some of the the lore behind the Digimon mythos as a whole, which I really liked, because my brother was learning about stuff, and I was like, yep, that's true, that's true, I knew that already. <laughs> like, there's cool one, there's one big, story. there's one, there's, uh, the first game focuses very heavily on one group of Digimon specifically. Oh, yeah. And you, if you didn't know about anything about them before, you're you going to know everything about them by the end and of this game. The second half of Hacker's Memory revolves around a Digimon that we've only seen once before in manga the form. Mon- in the manga. Yes. V-Tamer, I think, is what it was. It was the, it was the, one, with, it was the one with Ty. They, yeah. Yes. They really make you... They really carry over his impact because he's known as one of the strongest Digimon in the mythos of the series. And you lives feel up- it. You, he lives up to it in Hacker's Memory. So they both have set pieces that will get you integrated into the mythos. So if you're not a fan and you want a game that kind of fills that Pokemon void, this will do it. Who knows, it might catch you on the series also. Heavily, heavily recommends to. Yeah, absolutely. I could definitely say without a shadow that these are easily the two best Digimon games. Yes. Without a shadow of a doubt. And 100%. I've, well, I mean, I'll be honest. I've I've always been a fan of Digimon anime. Never so much into the games, really. Um, yes, I mean, some of the games have been good. Uh, World is okay. I haven't played World Two or World Three, but I've heard good things about World Three. I haven't played any of them since I was a child. And Four sucks. <laughs> yes. Digimon World Four sucks. <laughs> hey, here, Agumon, have a sword. Yeah. <laughs> the first Digital World DS game isn't bad, though. Yes. And Next Order, we'll get to that one later, because there's a lot, and I mean a lot, to go into with that one. That's probably one of the most in-depth video games I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot more... Don't... like This is a lot more accessible than... Yes. Digimon World Next Order. Digimon World Next Order. I didn't fully figure out what the heck I was doing until after I beat the game. <laughs> if you're if you're a if you're a fan of games like Pokemon, like Final Fantasy, like Dragon Quest, like Chrono Trigger. Yes. Maybe maybe not so much Chrono Trigger, but <laughs> yeah, this is this is a game for you, especially if you're a fan of the license already. Even yes. if you're not, and you're just looking for a good monster hunting game. Yeah. Um, it's accessible. Is... It gives you a lot of freedom. Stories are great. Just totally worth it. Totally worth it. Good soundtracks. Graphics aren't the oh, best. The, o- the OST for these games are incredible, man. And the graphics There's... aren't anything to write home about. Like if you played other games like Spider-Man, Batman, well, Arkham Knight, The Last it's, of Us. It's because they just upscaled the Vita graphics. Yeah, that's true. And it shows. Unlike with Next Order, where they pretty much built the game from ground up, again, with the PS4 graphics engine in mind, Next Order does look better than these games. 
Yes, as but much. that's because yeah. the PS because the PS4 version was built with the PS4's graphics engine in mind. Like I said, these two games were just upscaled and cleaned up uh, PS Vita graphics. So I, they are a bit rough. At I times, will say, but... as a Dragon, I'm a Dragon Ball fan. These probably do a better job representing Digimon than Xenoverse does at representing Dragon Ball. Well, Xenoverse is just fanfic nonsense. These are their own established Digimon continuities. But Fighters is still the best. So, anyway. <laughs> Not gonna totally debate you there. <laughs> but yeah, I would um, I would recommend them, especially if you have a Switch. Yes. Especially if you have a Switch. I would say if you don't have any of them right now, get the Switch version, because it has the definitive version of the first game. Easily. If you don't have a Switch, PS4 version's not a bad option. No, it's still incredible on its own right, but it's kind of dated, outdated now with the lack of changes. But, but yeah, with um, with the Switch version out, you should definitely, definitely play that version. Yeah. But I think that's... Unless you have anything else to cover. No. Um, I've said my piece. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, I got nothing else, so we we've praised these games enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, I can't think yeah. of anything else I'd wanna say. Um no. it's actually if it's a praise I could give a game, grinding does not frustrate me here like it does in Pokemon. So Absolutely. there you go. <laughs> that's that's like the most backhanded compliment I could give the game, but <laughs> well, in 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 all honesty, that's probably one of the worst parts about the Pokemon franchise is how horrible. You know, even the best games, grinding is so. Unless boring. you're on an emulator and you could like ten oh. times speed it. <laughs> yeah, unless you're playing Pokemon Showdown. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe Gen Nine will put something like that in. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that, that's a discussion for a different day. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we are done here. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap us up. Thank you yep. guys so much for listening to us gush over some monsters <laughs> from another dimension. Yep. Japan. All right. <laughs> Peace. Take care, guys. <laughs>